Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome into the Believe in Ohio State football podcast. Uh, not a lot of Buckeye action this week, but what we're going to do is I, I just want to take a look at the NFL playoffs, talk about some of the Ohio State players that have been active, and really just talk about from a you know 25 you know, thousand foot view, what exactly is going on for Ohio State and what's going on in the NFL. I think the last weekend of football has been incredible. There's really no other way to twist it or, or throw it down to, to think about the way that these teams have been playing. It's absolutely insane. That Rams and Buccaneers game kind of reminded me of the Rose Bowl a little bit with both the colors, with both the way the field looked, and then the way the game rolled out. So we're going to get into a lot of that, and we're going to talk a little Buckeyes towards the end of the show as well. Uh, of course, the Believe in Ohio State football podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, the number one place to get your action during the NFL playoffs. Um, I had a big hit myself yesterday going with the Chiefs and that over. Um, and of course, as I mentioned to you in, in November, that Chiefs Super Bowl future that we've been riding. So get on betonline.ag uh, and get your action hot. It's the number one place to bet on the NFL playoffs, to bet on NBA and college basketball. Use your welcome bonus, Believe, B-L-E-A-V, for a 50% off welcome bonus as you jump in and get involved in the action. All right, and like I said, I, I really want to take the time today, and I know this is an Ohio State show, but I, I'm just riding high after this weekend of football. If there is anybody who has no interest in watching sports, I, I really don't know how you get up in the morning. Like a day like today, you got to go back to your job, you got to work. Are you really doing that with 10 hours of sleep if you didn't watch the game yesterday? Like, did you sneak in an episode of Glee or, you know, a, a rewatch of Ozark, which, by the way, I did watch the first three episodes of Ozark. Um, this weekend, unbelievable. It's as good as it's ever been. Fantastic show. When we think about the weekend and we think about Brady going down, we think about Rodgers going down, you know, Henry, the, the premier players in this league in every game lost. You know, Patrick Mahomes got the win, but Josh Allen and Mahomes, like, that's your Brady and Manning. That It's crazy that we've got here. And I think what's really fascinating about the Mahomes and Allen matchup, and we'll start with this game and kind of work backwards, Um is when you think about our generation, right, the Gen Z, the 1990s kid, the 1980s, our quarterback that we all looked up to, at least for me, was Michael Vick, right? I thought Vick was so exciting. I loved to play with him in Madden. He went to Tech. I had a bunch of family of Virginia Tech. So I was always focused on Vick. But I think both Mahomes and Josh Allen are variants of that era, right? It's You have your Michael Vick kind of running ability. Both guys are running all over the place yesterday. And maybe not the same kind of lightning quick, dangerous running that Lamar Jackson does and that Michael Vick did. But these guys had added that part of their game when maybe 20 years ago Josh Allen would be playing defensive end or he'd be a drop-back quarterback like Roethlisberger. But just how freaky athletic this kid is and how crazy athletic Mahomes is on the other side. He's thrown from all different angles, and I know people talk about that forever. But that might have been the best. Brady and Manning never had a shootout like that. They had good games, but that might have been the best NFL playoff game in the last 25 years, right? That Cowboys-Packers game a couple years ago where Dak and, you know, brought them back and uh, Rodgers hit Jared Cook down the sideline before they made the field goal, that was a good game. But that wasn't as hyped up, right? That was the new age rookie Cowboys against Aaron Rodgers. The Cowboys had no business winning that game in the first place. This game was a straight toss-up. 
You know, it was the number two, number three seeds going toe-to-toe at Arrowhead, which might be the best atmosphere in football. I know the fans have a lot, had a lot to cheer for, and that, that adds to it. You know, you used to be able to say Seattle or whatever, but oh, my God, what an unbelievable football game. Everything that happened you thought was the game-changing play. Like, the Bills come out, stomp right down the field, score seven. The Chiefs answer, and then it takes a little while for them to get there, right? I mean, the over was 54-and-a-half. It took till uh, the, you know, the final two minutes of the game until they got that two-point conversion. And they still, that wasn't even the Bills' last touchdown of regulation. It's unbelievable. Crazy. I mean, they scored with 13 seconds left, and Mahomes just marched right down the field. And, of course, they have Tyree Kill, who runs faster than anybody else, and then he hits Kelsey. And the kicker, who missed an extra point, who missed a field goal, comes in, banks at home. It's crazy. And I think you have to think about how important it is for these teams to have these amazing kickers. Like, a guy like Tyler Bass for the Bills, who didn't really get his moment to kick his game winner, I mean, the, you can't even think about, right? He had one field goal. I, I, it just blows you away. The way that these teams are were fighting to the end, the way that these teams, you know, got to exactly where they wanted to be, it it just it, it I, I can't even wrap my brain around how that game unfolded yesterday. And the one thing that frustrates me, and obviously if, if you've listened to the show before, you know I'm a big Dallas Cowboys fan. The one thing that drives me absolutely crazy is I look at the Cowboys who who have a good quarterback, right? Is he one of those guys? I don't know. I think he's the tier below Allen and Mahomes right now. Um, you know, until he p- shows up in the playoffs and does that. I mean, he did it against Seattle a couple years ago. But, I mean, the other day they were just flat out flat. And one of those teams, they don't. They came out and pummeled their opponents the first week in the divisional round at home. Um, is, you know, the, the defenses for the Bills and the Chiefs are pretty good, right? Like, the, the Chiefs shut the Cowboys down and the Bills shut – you know, the Patriots down last week, not that that's saying much. But the defenses were irrelevant in this game. There were no turnovers, right? Both teams lost a fumble and recovered it. But neither quarterback turned it over. It was perfect quarterback play. It was perfect quarterback play. It was like a you know both pitchers throwing a no-hitter in baseball, except maybe it was a guy hitting a home run every other inning. It, it, it just hasn't happened like that in so long. And when it really looked like we were headed for a quarterback drought on the other side of the Brady and Manning and, you know, Roethlisberger, who I think got uh, a lot more praise towards the end of his career than he deserved, I I really don't think he's been much of a quarterback in the last couple of years. Um, You know, and Eli, like Rivers and, okay, like fine guys. We're we're not, I mean, we're going to ignore that Roma was the best of that group, Rivers, Roethlisberger, and Manning. I don't, I don't think there's really an argument there. Yeah, they won the Super Bowls, but who would you take? Uh, I don't think you're taking either one of those two guys. Either one of those three guys over Tony Romo. Um, but, like I said, that's that's a point for my own frustration bucket. That game yesterday, that Chiefs-Bills game, I mean, it could have been a best-of-seven Super Bowl. I, I've been saying all week the winner of that game is going to win the Super Bowl, and um, I'm glad the Chiefs won. Is that I told you that's my future, but... Man, just awesome teams. They'll be playing this game for years and years and years. You know, the divisional, AFC championship. They'll be playing in the playoffs almost every year the same way that the Bills and the Colts and the Patriots played for so long. Just an amazing game. Um, moving on to earlier in the afternoon, I-, I was really happy to see Matthew Stafford get the win. I- I- I've always been a big fan of his. Um, I know he makes some goofy mistakes, but he does have a little Romo in him, and, I- and I've always liked that, um, you know, 
when they played the Cowboys in the wild card round and he got they had the pass interference call and Anthony Hitchens that got picked up and then he goes ahead and fumbles and Demarcus Lawrence picks it up twice on the same drive. Um, you know, you, you you feel like a guy like that who's who's so talented, right? Matthew Stafford's so talented, he's so good, he, he does make a bunch of dodo throws, but I mean, you know, they get Beckham and they look like a formidable weapon. Cooper Cup fumbles, but he gets the redemption. You know, it's like it, it, there's just some it was just awesome football, right? Like everything was storybook. The way Cooper Cup fumbles the ball, Matthew Stafford has had all these you know, playoff losses and all these close end of season losses where they missed the playoffs. And now here he is against Tom Brady, up twenty seven to three. The the lead withers, and that's one thing too. Like, great. It's Tom Brady, you know, brought them back. But the fumble over Stafford's head, the fumbles by Akers, like the, the Patriots comeback drives all started in basically in Rams territory. And, yeah, they scored, and, yeah, Brady didn't have Brown and didn't have all his crazy weapons, but he had better weapons than he had in New England for a long time. And he didn't have the right tackle, but nobody had their offensive line. Like right? the, the Rams didn't have their left tackle. Put Shaq Barrett on the left side. That didn't happen all day. It's crazy the way that they manage this. And Todd Bowles running a blitz at the end of that game when all you really need is just not let anybody over the top. Tell your defenders just to tackle anybody running deep. It's a five-yard penalty. Crazy. I... I, I and that's one thing, like, when you think about these coaches and, you know, like Leftwich and, and Todd Bowles who, you know, were looking at coaching opportunities. And Kellen Moore you can add in there as well. I can You can get some of your Cowboys digs in there. But what, what happens there, man? How do you it, – it's crazy to think about the coaches. Like, how many coaches can really dictate the game the way they want to? Sean McVay is one. Andy Reid is one, which is crazy after how long it took him to get to that place. And even he makes some stupid plays. Like, think about the Blake Bell speed option the Chiefs ran. That they could have put that game away. Like, if Patrick Mahomes, if you get, say, Patrick, you have two downs, it's third and one. We need to score a touchdown. Uh, he's going to score. I, I don't understand why you're going wide and, and increasing your chances of losing yards there. Like, you have to have two shots to get there. Um, and... Like, it was 23-21. You score a touchdown there. I just don't get it. Um, that was a real miss for me. I, I was very confused by what was going on. But back to the point, right? McVay dialed back. And we saw Kyle Shanahan dial back against Dallas last week. And it allows these teams to get back in the game. And then towards the end of the game, when they're just trying to run out of the clock, they have a running back who's already fumbled, who fumbles again. Aren't you more comfortable throwing the ball with Matthew Stafford there? Aren't you more comfortable finding Cooper Cup ways to get the ball? That was a little head scratching, and you know it worked out for the Rams, of course, because they were able to get the field goal at the end of the game. And by the way, the kicker left a 47-yard field goal short. That's crazy. What's the opposite of getting you know drug tested after making a big play? They need to check on him. Maybe he has maybe he has COVID. Like what happened there? Five yards short. Also, are we not going to talk about how nobody got COVID this week? Nobody in the NFL got COVID after like a month ago. Everybody in the world had COVID in the NFL. Did they stop testing? What happened? Like, what's going on there? Craziness. Craziness. But, you know, Brady did bring that team back, and and I I don't think Brady's going to leave. I think he'll stick around. There's no way he's going out like that. But do you get the same Tampa Bay team on the other side? They're not going to be able to bring everybody back the way they did last year. Maybe they don't need to, right? Maybe they need some fresh faces and speed. Um, You know, the fact that Scotty Miller and Brashad Perryman are are the guys that you're looking for, I think it's fair to, to say that you need some more talent. Godwin's going to be gone, right? He's a free agent. They're, they're not going to be able to afford him. Evans is a stud, but Evans was a stud when Jameis was there. It's the, kind of the same group you're looking at. And what happened to O.J. Howard? Like, 
It's crazy that, you know, Brait, Gronk is in there, and I understand Gronk's an all-time tight end, but maybe you throw O.J. Howard, split him out a little bit, and run. Like, there's a lot of strange things that happen, and I understand when you're vulnerable on offense with the, you know, tackles missing, and for the Cowboys, I mean, they had Tyron Smith there, and they were still vulnerable, and it limits what you can do offensively. But in the playoffs, you have Tom Brady, like, he – he was he was hearing footsteps, and he of course he was because Von Miller looks like the Von Miller that played in the Super Bowl for the Broncos, and I think the Rams have a really good chance to go take down the Chiefs if they can get over their bugaboo in the 49ers. I don't think the Chiefs will have any problem with the 49ers. And then you got to think about the Bengals, right, too. Joe Burrow, dude, the guy just wins. The guy just wins, but we got a game first. We got to talk about Packers and Niners. I, in this game, I didn't see a single outcome, you know, Doctor Strange Wild, where the Niners win this game in a blowout, right? It had to be close. It had to be tight. It had to be on a field goal. But, I mean, the the special teams, the blocking the kick, the only have 10 guys on defense on the game-winning kick for the Packers. How? How? I mean, this is the stuff that I'm losing my mind about Mike McCarthy about in Dallas. And LaFleur, who has only lost five games or six games with Green Bay, how do you let this happen? I mean, if you're a Packer fan... I understand as a Dallas fan, like, yeah, the Cowboys haven't done jack in my 25 years of living. They haven't done jack. They haven't been past the divisional round in my lifetime. The Bengals hadn't been since 1988, so maybe there's still a little bit more time before they get back. But if you're a Packers fan, you had Favre, you have Rodgers, and maybe you had Rodgers at this point, right? One Super Bowl, two Super Bowls, one for each guy. Come on. You, I mean, and you can't blame the weather. You can't blame the weather. You are the weather team. You're the home field advantage. It's supposed to bother the team from San Francisco, who maybe is, you know, they're not, they're not L.A. They don't play inside. But it's supposed to bother them a little bit more than it bothers you. And it looked like the cold bothered the Packers in that game. There was no flow. There was no ability for Rodgers to get comfortable. Nick Bosa, the Ohio State. There you go. Believe in the Ohio State football podcast. Absolutely a menace in the playoffs. He only played half the game against Dallas. But he put the footsteps in Dak's head. He made Dak see ghosts in the second half when Nick Bosa was inside the, the blue tent. He was unbelievable. He was great. Um, and, and, you know, the, the most surprising thing of it all right when it gets down to it like Robbie Gold there you go for the Bears the bear forever as Dylan Tyre who used to run the show would say he he came in clutch and he he slayed the dragon but where do you go next if you're the Packers right this was supposed to be your team they had a good defense they're gonna lose guys on offense Devontae Adams is a free agent right they're gonna have to pay him the way you know basically Dak Prescott contract he's gonna make 25 million dollars a year Devontae Adams, and they got to find a way to keep Rodgers around. Um, you know, maybe both those guys go to Vegas. Maybe both those guys go to San Francisco. Like, I, I don't know. Nobody knows what's going to happen with those teams, and it's just craziness to think about the way the weekend unfolded and the fact that the Packers, the Buccaneers, the Bills, and the you know the Titans, two one seeds and two bona fide, you know, the two teams that you would have said through the middle of the season are Super Bowl contenders are just sitting at home for AFC Championship weekend. And NFC Championship weekend. Insane. We'll finish up with the Buckeye-focused game, right? We had Mike Vrabel. We had Joe Burrow. We had Von Bell. We had Eli Apple forcing interception at the end of the game. Just an unbelievable football game. It kicked off the week, that Bengals-Titans game, where you really had contrasting styles, right? You had the Bengals who want to hit the big plays, and you had the Titans who want to you know, control the ball. 
But they kind of got stuck in the situation that everybody was afraid the Rams were going to get in, which is Ryan Tannehill is going to have to win you the game. Um, and ugly, ugly finish. Do you really think the Titans were going to beat the Chiefs, though? I don't. The Bengals could, right? The Bengals could play that game that the Bills played yesterday. They could, you know, slice it and dice it. The problem is the Chiefs can get after the quarterback. And Joe Burrow got after. Isaiah Prince, Ohio State, not a great performance. You know, you saw on that when Burrow got blown up, he, he was seeing a ghost and let Landry walk right into the backfield. It might have been, I think it was Landry. Um, but that's a little concerning. I think for the Bengals, if you're a Bengals fan, this is amazing. This is you know the best the Bengals have ever performed since 1988. Um, and there is a chance that maybe we get Bengals and Bengals and Rams or Bengals and 49ers in the Super Bowl. But I just think the Chiefs, you know, if they were going to lose, that yesterday was the one they were going to lose, right? They were going to get slipped up. They're going to go to the Super Bowl for the third time in four years. They're hosting the AFC Championship for the fourth straight year. They're amazing. Um you know, they're an amazing team. Even if they don't win the Super Bowl, this is Patriot-level dominance from the Chiefs. They have to win one more Super Bowl to kind of get that crown right. I think two out of four, pretty impressive. Um, two out of three, even, really, really impressive, right? If D4 doesn't jump off sides, maybe they're looking at three out of four because um, they probably would have beat that sluggish Rams team. And at least that would have been a better Super Bowl. That was a very low-scoring slop fest for the Rams and the Patriots. But... What an unbelievable weekend of football. I'm, I'm buzzing off of it still. That's why you know I took the Ohio State football podcast to just jam about how awesome of an NFL weekend that was. I'm excited for next weekend. I think the Chiefs, I mean, clearly the Chiefs are, are, are probably going to take that game next Sunday. But who knows with Joe Burrow, dude? You just can't count him out. He's unbelievable. He's the guy. I mean, Allen, Mahomes, and Burrow. Those are the three guys I would want to build the team out of right now. If you said for the future, you three guys, and you can put Dak in there, you can put, um, I don't, you wouldn't put Jalen Hurts in there, but you can put any of these young quarterbacks, Lamar or, um, you know, not Trey Lance, you wouldn't think about that, but like Wilson, Lawrence, dude, Burrow, Burrow, Allen, Mahomes. That's it. Burrow got absolutely mauled in that Titans game and still somehow brought them to a win. He's unbelievable. He's unflappable. He's tough as nails. He's got the swagger. He's he is awesome. He's awesome, and, and, and everybody loves him. The team loves him. You know, um, shout out Fisher School of Business. I know Joe and I sat in the same row one time, but it, it's so good to see a guy like that who really for for kids out there, right? Joe Burrow was an awesome high school quarterback. I think he threw eight or nine touchdowns in the state championship at Ohio Stadium, um, but. You know, he wasn't the starter. He stuck around. He I, he could have transferred earlier, but he stuck around, and he hurt his wrist, so he kind of, that Haskins battle never really got to happen. And you know what? He struggled his first year at Alabama. I heard the guys on part of my take talking about that. Like, he wasn't this guy that first year, and he got that hit at UCF, and, you know, and, and dude, he's just awesome. He's awesome. He's so fun to watch. Good for Bengals fans. You've been waiting your entire life to get a guy like this to watch. Um He's got swagger. He's got guts. You know, he, he seems to be bulletproof, right? He's coming off an, an ACL. Um, really impressive player. Really impressive team that Bengals team is. And I think that'll be the closer of the two games. I think that Rams-Niners game, like, I, I could see the Niners coming out. They, they have the Rams number. Like, I could see them coming out and feeling pretty good about themselves entering that game. Um, and running on the Rams, after, especially after what a dogfight the Rams were in last week. Niners were in a dogfight too, but 10-10, to 10, 
you know, the, the defense certainly showed up, and I guess that makes me feel a little bit better about the Cowboys not, you know, not blowing the doors off the Niners, but because they went and beat the Packers, and maybe they go to the Super Bowl now. But I think if they're gonna, the Rams are finally gonna be able to make Jimmy beat them, and I, I think they they just have the mojo going right now, similar to the way the Bengals had the mojo going. I think the Chiefs kind of stole it by um, beating the Bills yesterday, and, and certainly whoever won that game was going to be the favorite against the Bengals. But I don't think the Bengals would get blown off the, the map. I mean, they beat this team a couple weeks ago, but I, I think that almost helps the Chiefs here where you're like, all right, you know, we got their best shot. We played them in an absolute war. Let's see what they got on our turf. Um, super excited for those games. I mean, th- th- these are the best three weekends of the year. Um, you know, you get the best part too, and this is one thing that I, I was thinking about yesterday when – you know, that Buccaneers game ends, all you do is hit the channel down to from, for me, it was 810 to 804, and you got another fucking awesome game, pardon my language. Just, wow. What a weekend of football. It's the greatest thing in the world. If you don't like football, first off, I know you're not listening to this, but if you don't like football, what are you doing with your life? Tell me what it is. Because if it's better than football, I'd love to try it. I just don't know how it's going to be better. I don't know how you don't watch those games. I don't know how you're not just raving right now. Like, the fact that we work from home and can't walk around the office right now talking about these games is driving me nuts. Um, that's why I just recorded a 25-minute NFL podcast on my Buckeye stream. It's the best. I- I'm so excited for next week. I might even do a picks podcast this weekend, maybe talk about some props, talk about some picks, if that's what people want to want to hear about. I know that there's some Buckeye news we could get to later in the week as well. Uh, Will Smith Jr. just committed to Ohio State, so you know, continuing that legacy. We'll get into that. I just I, I can't get my brain off this NFL weekend. It was unbelievable. It's awesome. So excited for next week. Um, I think we got two great games again, um, and probably a great Super Bowl, depending on really whatever the matchup is. Right? If you think Rams Chiefs, we get that Monday night rematch, and now the Rams are reloaded, and they got Odell, and they got Stafford. Or, you know, even if you get Rams or Chief 49ers, you get a rematch of the last Super Bowl, and maybe Jimmy has a chance to slay the Dragon and actually hit that throw this time. And I think the 49ers defense can match up against the Chiefs better than anybody. If you get rams Bengals, um, I think Joe Burrow, I mean, would have to play the way again and play against the Titans because they're going to sack him a thousand times in that game. Um, and if you get 49ers, Bengals, the Bengals will win the Super Bowl. So I think there's a lot of fun stuff you can do. Um, I really don't think there's a bad matchup. I know 49ers-Bengals was an 80s Super Bowl, so that would be a good rematch too. Great matchups, great teams, and fresh blood, right? Outside of the Chiefs, you have fresh blood. You're going to get a new side in the Super Bowl. And I know, I just think the 49ers are fun enough that they don't bore you the same way like the Patriots getting the Super Bowl bored you or, you know, the the, the team like the Panthers. Like, there's fun stuff going to happen. And, and man, football's the best thing in the world. It is the best thing in the world thank you for tuning into the believe in ohio state football podcast brought to you by betonline.ag i'll see you later in the week thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube